after Mashiach comes, that everyone that, that there will be prophecy will be abundant for everyone. Similarly, we know the famous pasuk with which the Rambam finishes his, uh, his sefer that the world will be filled with the knowledge of Hashem, like water covers the sea. So there's a midrashim that explains the word das Hashem. Knowledge of Hashem also refers to ruach hakodesh. It doesn't just mean intellectual knowledge. It also means that there will be a revelation of supernatural wisdom. In other words, prophecy, divine spirit that will enhance the people's awareness of Hashem. And this week, in Sheftim Nunalaf, the Rebbe spoke a lot about the return of prophecy. I want to discuss, there's three main points I want to discuss. I'll try to do it in short. They, they uh, Obviously, it's uh, in a half hour, I can't cover everything. But the three main points, I want to discuss a little bit. What is the purpose and role of prophecy in Yiddishkeit in general? What is the purpose and role of having prophets, having a Navi? Second point is the idea of the return of prophecy before Mashiach comes. It's an interesting thing that Rambam writes that even before Mashiach comes, we'll have the return of prophecy. And this is one of the haktomis. These are one of the things that will, that, that, will, that will herald the coming of Mashiach. The Rambam actually gives a date. We'll discuss some, a little bit about this a little bit later. The third point, which I don't, have a, I don't know if I'll have a chance to really discuss in depth, is the level of prophecy that will be in Yemesa Mashiach. After Mashiach comes, the type of prophecy that will be then. So let's discuss, first of all, the first thing. First of all, the role of prophecy and prophecy in Yiddishkeit. Where, where does that fall in? From a very, very superficial level, why is, what's, why is it so the Rambam lists in his 13 principles of faith, the seventh and eighth principle regard prophecy. The seventh principle is to believe that there are certain people that because of their intelligence and their emotional capacities are fully developed, they are able to receive communication from the Epishter, prophecy in general. The eighth principle is the principle of belief in the prophecy of Moshe Rabbeinu, which Moshe Rabbeinu's prophecy was on a much higher level than everyone else's prophecy. The Rambam lists their four main things. First of all, Moshe Rabbeinu's prophecy was not, so to say, was directly from the Abishad himself. It didn't go through the medium of the angels. His prophecy was without any metaphors. Most prophets only saw their prophecies and through a mushal. They didn't see things 100% clear. Things were said in the way of a metaphor, and they understood the meaning of the, the, meaning of the metaphor. But Moshe Rabbeinu received this prophecy... Fisha, who was clear from the onset what the message was, wasn't enclosed in any garments and any, any metaphors. Next point is that Moshe Rabbeinu, all prophets, when they used to receive prophecy, they used to go into some type of trance. They used to lose the capacity to, you know, the body couldn't function as normal. They would like become like Meshuggah, so to say. They would leave behind the regular you know, mental capacity, and they used to get connected with something higher. And they, they used to shake and quiver, fall into whatever it is, different descriptions we have in the Nevi'im. But Moshe Rabbeinu, when he received this prophecy, was like... One friend speaking to another friend. He didn't, his body was able to contain that revelation of godliness the way it is. And the fourth point is that his prophecy came whenever he wanted to. Well, all other prophets, they weren't promised to get prophecy whenever they wanted. Moshe Rabbeinu did. So anyway, Moshe Rabbeinu's prophecy is of a totally different nature. And the eighth principle of the Rambam's 13 principle is the belief in the prophecy of Moshe Rabbeinu. 
So on the order of the principles of the Rambam, I'm pointing this out for a reason, is that the first five, first six principles are principles of faith regarding the Ebishter himself. To believe in the Ebishter, uh, the Ebishter is one, the Ebishter is not, doesn't have any physical body, you know, any things like that. You have to serve the Ebishter, whatever it might be. Right after the principles of belief in the Ebishter comes the belief in prophecy in general and the prophecy of Moshe Rabbeinu in particular. Then the Rambam goes on to the next set of principles are regarding that Torah is from heaven. Torah is min Hashemayim, and that there won't be any addition or change in Torah. Then the Rambam moves on to reward and punishment, Ashkoch, the Ebishter sees whatever everyone does, and the reward and punishment, Mashiach, Chiyas Mason. So the Rambam lists the idea of prophecy as a crucial part of Yiddishkeit. It's, it's not just that it's a nice added feature, you know, that we have Torah and we have mitzvahs and Ebishter and reward and punishment. And you should also know there's prophets as well. But the prophecy is an integral part of the belief in Yiddishkeit. In other words, it's from the fundamentals of the belief in Yiddishkeit. Yeah, and the Ram... Huh? You'll soon see why I mentioned the Seder. The Rambam also specifies this in his Yad HaChazok, in his famous Sefer of the Rambam, in the beginning, Hilchus Seder Yatayra, Perek in chapter 7, he says, Mi Yisoydei Hadas, on the fundamentals of Yiddishkeit, to know that the Ebesha gives prophecy to people. Now, on a very simple level, we understand that the reason why prophecy is very important is because in order, part of, I mean, the whole basis of Yiddishkeit is that Torah is Minash Torah is from heaven. If one doesn't believe in prophecy in general, which means, obviously, if he doesn't believe that there's a concept of prophecy, he definitely wouldn't believe in the concept of the Moshe Rabbeinu's prophecy, you know, he definitely wouldn't believe in that. So if you don't believe that there's communication between the Ebishter and mankind, you don't believe in the whole concept of Torah. Because the whole idea of Torah is based on the fact that there's a communication between the Ebishter and the world. But the Ebishter, you know, gives, you know, he, he, he gives over knowledge to, to the prophets to teach people what to do. So on a very simple understanding, we understand that prophecy is a very integral part in the belief of Yiddishkeit. Without the belief in prophecy, you wouldn't believe in Torah. But the Rebbe says, it seems from the Rambam, there's something much more than that. Because if the whole belief in prophecy would just be in order that we should be able to believe in Torah, so if so, the, 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 first of all, the Rebbe says a few things. First of all, the principles of belief in prophecy should be, after the Rambam says you have to believe in Torah, so as a supplement to that, he should also mention the fact that you have to believe in prophecy. Because... The reason why prophecy is so important is because that is the foundation of why of our belief that Torah is from heaven. But it's all really needed in order to believe in Torah that Torah is from heaven. So the belief in prophecy we mention later. Second of all, there's a lot of details, not so many. The Rambam actually writes interestingly enough that were I to explain the uniqueness of the prophecy of Moshe Rabbeinu. So I would have to start explaining many introductions. Even the Rambam says, I'll do the Paklas Akitsa. I'll do it you know, as, as, as short as possible. It'll take at least 100 pages, Rambam writes. He's not even going to attempt, at least in, in, in the Pirish and Mishnai's Sanhedrin, where he discusses the 13 principles of faith, he doesn't even attempt to explain the deep, you know, how exactly prophecy works. Moedim Nebuchim, a little bit, he does. So the Rambam gives, but there are a few details the Rambam does mention. He explains the uniqueness of the prophecy of Moshe Rabbeinu. And a little bit, even in a few short sentence, one short sentence, what, what, what a prophet is. Someone that is intelligence, is, is, is you know, complete, and he, you know, he's a type of person that he, you know, completely has control 
the Rambam also discusses in Nechusei discusses the qualities of a prophet. He has complete control over his instincts and v'chulu v'chulu, etc., etc. So from the fact that the Rambam does add details, if his prophecy is just the only the re- only reason why prophecy is so important, so integral to Yiddishkeit is because it, it sustains, helps us, us believe in Taita, the Taita from heaven. It's not wouldn't be so important to know all these details. So the Rebbe says a very fundamental point. Belief in prophecy in of itself is very fundamental to Yiddishkeit. Why? Because the idea of prophecy basically means that the Eibishter has connection to this world. When you believe in the Eibishter and the, how the Eibishter created the world and everything, the belief in prophecy is part of the belief in the, so to say, in the Ach, I don't know exactly, the Achas Hashem, unity of Hashem, but the belief in the Eibishter's connection to this world. The Eibishter runs this world. And Eibishter, and, and Eibishter reveals, commun- communicates messages to people in this world. So that's, that's a very integral part of, of a belief in the Eibishter. Not just the Eibishter created the world and the sun was up there and so on and so forth. But the fact that this causes that the, 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 the idea that the Eibishter is manifest within the world. 